Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Biology. What's your BSA score? The Biology Skill Assessment is the only verified skills metric endorsed by the NIA and NJCAA to discover and develop the best talent for your team. This 10-minute, 100-shot test can be taken for free today on the Biology mobile app. Elevate your game. What's one thing that makes your program different? Um, so I, I never pick starters. So, for example, uh, in my 10 years of being a head coach, I've never picked the starting lineup. Um, Their practice habits, their practice effort, their practice um, plus minus has done that. So um, once again, I I probably film too much stuff and chart too much stuff, but I like to measure and give kids feedback. So for example, we'll film every practice and anything five on five, um, we'll grade it. So we have 10 winning plays, 10 losing plays that we grade every single day. So when you come in the on a Monday, you can see what you did well. So, for example, I had four missed blockouts. That's a minus three. So that's a minus 12. But I had, I stole this from you, I had 10 hero passes. Um, and I'm sticking with it. All my kids want to call it a one more, but I'm sticking with hero. hero. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. But I had 10 hero passes. So that's a plus 10. So you have this plus minus you're fighting for every day. So the first week of the season, you don't play a game. You have a practice. So Monday through Friday, you get a grade. And the top five on the board, you're starting that next Tuesday and Friday game, no matter what. And then whoever wins uh, that week gets a gold jersey. So we have one guy who gets a gold jersey in practice. They get to be the captain. They get to pick our music. If we're going out to eat that week, they get to pick that, what color socks we're wearing for the game. Um, so you kind of give them some, you know, um, some, some reward with it. And you get a social media shout out. And um, at the end of the year, you get to sign the gold jersey for ever how many times you won it. So to me, just trying to reward, you know, good behaviors. And to me, it changed changed the, uh, our, our program this year. We had a kid who, um, I tell him all the time, he's the worst kid I've ever started. Um, but he was, but he's the hardest playing kid I've ever had. Yeah. And, and, and completely, um, he got healthy. He broke his wrists at the beginning of the year, got sick mid, midway through. But in district time, he hasn't even played a game yet but came in and just outworked and just hustled. And um, we started him and it, it changed the dynamic of our season. And just his uh, um, just his tenacity and toughness just really put us over the edge. And now our younger guys are seeing, hey, Coach Sipp's going to reward these things. So I better do this, these, these things in practice um, or, or I'm never going to see the floor. So um, I just kind of put the ball in their court. Coach, I think it's a brilliant idea. You're the first person I've ever uh, heard do that. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I, right? I, I've never, I've never, man, I've listened to tons. I've never heard that before. And I can see so many times we preach, you know, work hard. Your time mm-hmm. will come. It'll pay off. Right. But then are there guys that probably deep down think, man, I'm guy 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. It doesn't really matter what I do. I can't right. make up the gap to get into that rotation. Mm-hmm. But they truly, at practice, truly do have the opportunity. Let me push back a little bit and ask. 
I see all the positives. What are some of the negatives that you, and maybe they're not big, or if yeah. there's none, you can say there's no negatives. That no, you there's always some. That. Yeah. Well, well, like like for instance, this year, you know, you're running a, a, a five-out offense, but you, you have the, the middle guy who's kind of your post playmaker. Well, one game, I didn't have one because who I started were five guards, you know, smaller guys. Or, for example, you're playing a pressing team. You're playing uh, Watson at uh, Kenny, and he's the pressure the whole entire game and your best ball handler is sitting. But I've always seen it to work out. It's never not worked out. You know, you can get those guys in quick. But to me, if you're not rewarding, I think the, the positive outweighs the negative by far, you know, within that stuff. Uh, I, here's another positive to it is I was thinking on, on that flip side, it, at scouting or <laughs> preparing for you, well, guys, listen, no clue who they're going to start. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you could dictate the game, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in a way of you play five guys, five guards, and they're a man team with a couple bigs. Well, all of a sudden, you know, how do they match up? Right. Uh, I, I, I see I see more positives with that than negatives. And, and to me, in my time at Sulphur, we were loaded with, with guys, and we had a I had seven Division One guys on the roster at one time, and we—I mean, our, our practices were so competitive. So I, I had to find a way to mm. make younger guys hungry and, and just compete. And we had two or three guys that didn't want to practice hard, um, so we were always fighting them. So we got to the point, where, and we were like, "Hey, you're not going to start because if you're not in this top five of this um, of our practice goals, then then you know." It's not going to happen. So um, all of a sudden, it turned their mindset around to, no, I, I got to compete, and I'm too prideful not to start. So um, it just changed the way we practice and just kind of became who we were. How do you go about the the statting of it? Like, And I'm not – So one time I was listening to Alan Stein. At, he came to faith to do a stronger team thing, and he was talking about all the things that, you know, as coaches we should do. And I, in a moment of weakness – raised my hand and said coach listen I, it's it's just me by myself at my school I don't have any full-time guys and I get 38 to 43 minutes a day what with that amount of like little amount of time how do you go about choosing and he just flipped it on me and said listen there are a lot of dudes that don't get 38 to 43 minutes so the question is like what all can you do right not, I can't do something so because when you immediately when you say like this is how you go about the week my mind just starts going, man, how could I do that with other things that have to be done without? So like uh, how many assistants you're, you're delegating it to them. Just the process of that. Just help me through that. So early on at Sulphur, it was me and one assistant because I had two guys who were football guys and, you know, we, we didn't get those guys with us as we've evolved and became better at Sulphur. We got another assistant in who was a basketball guy. So that helped. Um, but kind of the process we do it now, we have uh, one guy who uh, kind of puts up everything. So I have four assistants, so me plus three. Um, so my first assistant, he'll do the winning plays. My second assistant will do the losing plays. And then me and the other coach will call out. So we'll all sit down after practice, whether it's like most of the time it's like 20 to 25 minutes. And, and we'll just go through and um, and me and the other coach will call stuff out and the other two are charting and, um, then we'll just kind of add it up. It, it takes about 30, 35 minutes after practice. But to, to me, it's something that we, we have to do here at Alton. It just, um, it, it's worth the time put in. And um, I try not to waste time in doing stuff. I try to, you know, be deliberate about what we do and not try to do too much. But 
to me, that's something that that's really made us who we are. How long are you practicing in season? Um, it, it varies. Uh, at, at Sulphur, way too long. <laughs> the older I've gotten, the, the more aware of their bodies and, uh, you know, wanting uh, your legs late. I thought this year I did a really good job of managing that. Um, my assistants let, let me know pretty frequently that, uh, you know, just those reminders. So um, early on in the season, you know, you're going the whole two hours, um, you know, in district, an hour 15, an hour sometimes. Um, just making sure we get a, our skill in and then rather some scout or fine tune some stuff. So um, I think it just depends on the, the team you have um, as well. If you have an older team that's more experienced, you know, you can kind of let off. If you have a team that you're trying to build toughness and, um, you know, they're not there yet. And in two years, they're going to be really good. I think you can go a little bit longer. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.